Holly G with the Golf Insiders. It was a big win for the Spaniard down in Mexico. John Rahm posting his seventh PGA Tour victory went wire to wire. The first time ever in his PGA Tour career. Big win. And to break it down, Bob Herrig from SI.com. Hey, Bob. Hello. How are you doing? It was a little bit of a nail-biter. I think John would have liked a little more room coming down the uh, the stretch there. But uh, he he saved a good par on 17 and uh, made a great lag putt on 18 to win by one in regulation on Sunday. Yeah, look, I think it's really hard to be such a heavy favorite like he was. And then he takes the first-round lead and leads every day and knows he really needs a win. You know, he hadn't won since the U.S. Open. Right. And while he's had a great record since then, you know, the bottom line is, is the W. And he hadn't gotten any. And I, and I think he really, really wanted to get this one. And, and that's, that's its own kind of pressure because, you know, just because the field wasn't strong doesn't mean that there aren't that there aren't 50 guys in that field who could have won, you know. And he had Tony Finau breathing down his neck. He shot a final round 63, um, you know. So um, I think it's a great a great accomplishment for him, and it gets it it just maybe takes a little bit of the pressure off now with you know the majors coming up. Got the PGA in a couple of weeks. You know, he won't have to get that question about not having won since the U.S. Open. And he can just, uh, you know, go about the business of trying to win another major while knowing that his game's in pretty good shape. Momentum, momentum, he said. And we hear these guys say it a lot, Bob. Uh, you know, that he felt good about his game. Uh, he was improving. He just hadn't gotten that W. You know, sometimes we hear that stuff. We don't know if it's just positive thinking but he got it done. Yeah, you know, and he didn't have a great Masters. And so that's where, you know, he played with Tiger in the final round. They were way back. Said he learned and a lot playing with Tiger on that Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, so he, um, uh, you know, he had a lot of good results after the U.S. Open last year. Uh, you know, he contended at the, at the, uh, at the Open, and, and he was, you know, he was in the mix of the couple. You know, he actually tied for the lowest score at the Tour Championship where they they don't crown a winner for that. Um, you know, he had he had uh, some other good results all, all summer uh, and even into early this year, but no wins, you know. And, uh, and so I don't care what the tournament is. It's not that easy. So, um, so it's a good, good sign for him, and... And, you know, so uh, we've got, well, you know, going into the PGA in two weeks, we're going to have, you know, the Masters champion who's won four times this season. We're going to have John Rahm, the reigning U.S. Open winner, who's coming off a victory. Cantlay and Shoffley who combined on a win. Spieth won at uh, uh, Hilton Head. We finally had some of the main guys up there. And so I think it... I think it sets up kind of nice. Next major, which is Southern Hills, a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Well, uh, in that same uh, conversation, 
in terms of heavy favorites, we move to the Wells Fargo beginning uh, Thursday, and Rory McIlroy defending his uh, title here. However, different venue, not at Quail Hollow because it's going to be hosting the President's Cup. It's uh, moving to uh, the TPC outside Washington, D.C. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Rory is a heavy favorite. Um, and he likes seems to like the golf course, which helps. Um, it doesn't do, you know, it doesn't do much good to be the defending champion at a different golf course. But he is, look, he's, he's, he's playing for the first time since the Masters where he shot a final round 64. And, um, you know, that should have given him some really good feelings. And if he can have a good week this week, I think that sets up nicely for him um, going, you know, going into Southern Hills in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I just, you know, so here we got another guy, you know, that we kind of expect to be up there. And uh, I'm curious to see how he does because he's a heavy favorite this week. It's a, it's a little, it's not a strong, that strong of a field. Um, he's the only top 10 player. Uh, but again, you know, it doesn't mean there aren't a lot of guys who can't win. So it's not going to be easy, but I, uh, I think this is a big week for him. I, I found a lot of similarities. I find a lot of similarities between John Rahm and Rory. Just, uh, you know, this, the way they thoughtfully answer questions. He, he talked about, you know, just being grateful, uh, you know, his, his connection, obviously, to Seve and, you know, and then in particular, winning in Mexico, where they did half the press conference in Spanish. I mean, that goes a long way in terms of impacting potential, potentially you know, a number of, of new uh, golfers, uh, junior golfers in in Mexico. Yeah, Rom's Rom's pretty pretty uh, pretty special, I think. You know, he's um, he's he's very you know, like like you said, like Rory, he's. he's He's, he's got a lot of good things to say, interesting things to say. He thinks things through. And, um, you know, obviously uh, speaking Spanish in Mexico is huge. I mean, that's a, that's a place that they'd like, like to get golf up and running better. You know, but what I find remarkable is, you know, it wasn't all that long ago, less than 10 years ago, that Rom came to this country not speaking English. Incredible. You know, he showed up at Arizona State really, you know, very limited English. Like, it, apparently he had not learned it to any great degree at home. And, you know, I joke about this all the time. He speaks better than we do. Oh, my goodness. You know? So eloquent. He really is. Yeah. One thing, it's one thing to try to speak it. It's another to be fluent in it and, and do interviews in it and you're in public, you know, so... He was certainly channeling some tiger, I believe, on Sunday. He had the red shirt going. But, you know, he he mentioned, uh, again, that he, he learned a lot from playing with Tiger on Sunday at Augusta. He shot three under, he said, without his best stuff. And what he, what he got back in touch with was to be less technical, to, you know, just to really feel his swing and go back to his true self. And he also said... I'm out there to win. Sounded very Tiger-esque. He should be out there to win. I mean, you know, uh, last year is a great example of how having a great year didn't, you know, like I was one who thought Rom probably should have been player of the year over Cantley. 
Cantley got hot at the end. He won a FedEx event, and then he won the FedEx Cup with the altered strokes thing. He had also won the Memorial, where Rom should have won the Memorial, you know, due to the whole COVID thing. Um, and so, but yet Rom won the U.S. Open. He contended, uh, you know, he contended at the, at the um, at the British. He was up there at, at a couple of the playoff events. You know, he had a he was he was actually in contention at the Scottish Open also. A lot of high finishes, very consistent, low scoring average. You know, stats were really good. But they they gave it to to Cantley because he was credited with what I believe he was credited with four wins last year. You know, right. and so that's the bottom line, right? Winning. And so I think Rom. You know, he doesn't want to just have a nice record. I think it's good. That's good. And, you know, you mentioned seven PJ Tour wins. It's also – it's 13 total when you add in his six European Tour wins. And he also won the, the Hero. So that's 14 worldwide wins in official, you know, world ranking events. That's, that's pretty impressive, you know, for a guy that's not 30 yet, you know. So – um uh, you know, good for him. I, I think he's saying the right things there. Uh, speaking of Tiger, uh, reported that uh, he did play a practice round out at Southern Hills. Uh, can you update us on the, on the Tiger watch? And also, uh, you know, we're two weeks out now from this PGA Championship. And like you said, a lot of uh, storylines developing. Yeah, you know, that was a good sign, I thought. You know, the, 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 the plane trackers were in full force last week on Thursday. And exactly. There were, there were some hints that Tiger was going to do that. Um, when At the Masters, you know, I talked to his guy, Rob McNamara, and, you know, I was trying to get a sense for how likely the PGA was. And, you know, his answer at the time was, look, it's really up in the air. It, 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 it all depends on how he recovers from this. And, 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 you know, is he able to get back after it? And he said, you know, he'd sort of like to try to get to Southern Hills around the time of the Tiger Jam, you know. So I thought that might mean on the way back, but it, it was on the way there. And, um, you know, so listen, I think that answers part of the question. I don't think he's going there. Uh, look, it was three weeks after the Masters, eight, 18 days after the final round, uh, you know, which – is not really that long when you think about it. You know, when, when we're talking about what he's gone through and what he has to deal with, if you figure that the, that the week after the Masters is a loss almost, like he's probably just got to stay off his feet and take it easy and, and, and let his leg recover and, and do all that sort of thing. And then maybe by the weekend he's trying to get back in the gym and, you know, trying to regain flexibility and strength. And then when is he able to actually stand and hit balls again? And, you know, so to be actually doing that, and, you know, he looked like he did the full thing. He warmed up. He played all 18 holes. Um, you know, he, you know, obviously walked. You know, we don't know how much he's done that at home. Um, but uh, I thought it was a great sign, you know. And, and so my, you know, I, I don't think we're going to go into the Masters with as much doubt you know, this time, I think it. I think it's it's way more likely he's he's going to play the PGA now, and, and unless there's something strange that happens. And it looks like, if I were a betting woman, that Phil <laughs> will be teeing it up 
as well, defending his championship. What is your expectation, Bob? If uh, I, you know, does Phil play next week? I mean, how does he kind of take the air out of the balloon here before the PGA Championship? Yeah, um, I, I, I was of the impression that he needed to do something media-wise before PGA Week. I, I don't sense he's playing next week. I'm not sure he's going to play the PGA. Really? Um, you know, I, I'm one who never thought he'd miss the Masters. So what do I know? But, but uh, you know, so that caught caught I, I I think that caught a lot of people off guard when he skipped the Masters. So if he does play the PGA, doesn't he have to do some sort of media before? Because otherwise, his press conference that week. Will be a circus. Yeah, it gets hijacked by this. You might as well not bring in any other player. You know, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Tiger at the Masters. And we talked to, you know, other players that day too. Um, but in a weird way, Phil is just as big or bigger this time because of because of all that's going on. Uh, so does he does he do a does he do a interview with some sort of friendly face? You know, next week, you know, some somebody on TV where it's just one person and he's not going to get ambushed or grilled. Um, you know, I don't know. It's um, it's a um, it's it's it, it's a mystery to me. All of it, frankly. Uh, can you give my listeners a little preview about Southern Hills, Bob? And and um, you know, it's in it's in Oklahoma. What uh, what? Who it's gonna favor? What what type of uh, golf course is it? Yeah, I mean it's it's a good old style, old fashioned golf course. You know, it's had U.S. Opens. Uh, that's that's where Stuart Sink missed the short putt in '01, uh, and Latif Goosen ended up beating Mark Brooks in a playoff. You know, Goosen also also uh, missed missed a short putt. Um, in, in 07, Tiger shot a second round 63 that he lived out uh, putt for 62. Uh, but yet the rest of his scores were, you know, not that low. Um, uh, he, um, he uh, you know, I think he shot 71 the first day, which was one over. And, you know, it's, it's, just, it's one of those golf courses that kind of has you know, par 70. It's... It's it's long and and uh, I I think it might it has the chance to play more difficult than it did because it's not going to be as hot you know it's it's not you know it was 100 degrees every day that year in 07 when Tiger won so it's not it's going to be in the 70s you know maybe 80 tops and so I think that means that they can get the golf course a little firmer when it's so hot you have to water it you know you can't. You just can't let it dry out to that degree. Um, uh, but um, uh, I, you know, I expect it to be, you know, not a not a very low winning score. You know, maybe six, eight under, ten tops. Um, and, I understand uh, you know, it's very high on the list for Scotty Scheffler. Is one of his favorite courses. Competed there while attending the University of Texas. Yeah, which was surprising that that was that was one of his favorites. I mean, that's interesting, you know, and bodes well for him. Certainly, I think it's great, you know. I, 
I, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on Scheffler to see. You know, and I, I'm, I'm assuming he's playing at the Byron Nelson next week. It's at his home. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a better idea where his game is now. I, I'm not sure that the that the team event New Orleans gave us that kind of clue. But next week should give us a good clue. And and uh, and then, then right off to the PGA where, where I think liking the golf course is a big factor. A lot of guys won't have seen it, you know, what, 14 years now since the uh, – since the PGA was played there, a lot lots changed since then. There's not a whole lot of guys who have played it. What's your thought on uh, Justin Thomas, a, a story in SI uh, today? I found this a little bit of a head turner that his only major title was nearly five years ago. Yeah, that's surprising to me. Um, you know, and and. I think even more so is that he's not won now in over a year. You know, he got to 14 wins there with that player's win last year, and now he's kind of stalled, although it's not like he's been awful. You know, he's he's contended a bunch. It's just not gotten gotten it done, and and it's it's kind of interesting how, you know, some guys like Morikawa and, and Cantlay and, uh, you know, now Scotty Scheffler, you know, Rom, it sort of passed him. You know, JT was number one in the world for a little while, and now he's like eighth. Right. Which, of course, you know, only eighth. He's yeah. still eighth. You know, it's great. He's still, you know, one of the best. But, you know, again, like we were talking earlier, we we expect wins. You know, wins matter. We, we, we're at that period now, again, where there's a lot of parity, which I, you know, we've talked about this before, I, I don't think is good. I think it's good that we have a guy in Scheffler who's won four times. You need that. You need guys to step above others and 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 either see if they can keep going or have some, be the target, you know. And so now to have to have a guy like JT not having won at all, um, you know, I think it speaks to it's hard to win, and it's hard to even separate separate yourself with more than one win as Rom has, has shown. Absolutely. Well. Uh, Tony Finau's in the field this week. Corey Connors, the Canadian, who he's he's been red hot. We've got uh, the likes of uh, Matt Fitzpatrick um, in in terms of the Euros, and uh, I believe Paul Casey's in the field. Uh, Jason Day, whose uh, game seems to be um, turning around a little bit. Keegan Bradley, Terrell Hatton. Um, hopefully he's over his uh, rants about uh, Augusta National, but who um, who's on your radar? Let's let's uh, put Rory aside. Who's who's your second dart? Yeah, I mean he's obviously the easy pick this week. Um, I went with Rom last week. I think Rory's the easy one. Um, I like Tony Finau again. Uh, he finally showed us something last week. It had been a long time since Going he did low. anything. Yeah, went low. And, and, you know, that had to give him some confidence. He finally saw some putts go in. And, you know, he usually gets on these little rolls. So I kind of wonder, can he do that again this week? Um, because it had been a long time. You know, he hadn't really done much since he won the Northern Trust last year. Um, and... Uh, uh, and so now I sort of wonder, you know, can he keep it going? And then, like, you know, the, then there's, like, a long shot like Molinari, who won there the last time they played. He won by eight shots in 2018, Francisco Molinari. I mean, I, he's never really been the same since he hit the ball in the water 
at 12 in 2019 against Tiger. The ghost you know, of Augusta. He won the match. You know, he won at Bay Hill a few weeks before that and was, was really riding high and, and in great shape, and he was in, playing great that week. Wasn't playing that great on Sunday, but was hanging in there. And then that happened, and then, you know, he hit in the water at 15 also. And he's really not been very good since. If you go back and look at his record, and then COVID hit, and, you know, he was he was slow to come back after after they, they restarted. He didn't play for a while. So he went a long time without competing, and then he was trying to move his family to the U.S. Um, you know, and all of a sudden now he's pushing 40. I think he's 38 or 39 years old, you know, like wow. if time goes by quick. And, um, but, you know, in 2018, you know, he had a phenomenal final round. He won by eight. Uh, but two, three weeks later, he won the Open at Carnoustie, playing with Tiger in the final round. You know, it was on a great run. He had won, you know, he had won the BMW, I believe, on the European Tour that year. Um, you know, had a, had a lot, of, lot of good success in 2018 and into 19. And then it just like that, it seemed to go away. There, there, there's some major players in this field. Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, Sergio Garcia. So I, I think we could see some interesting stuff on the weekend. And uh, as always, Bob, I like that pick of Tony Finau. You know, I'm, I'm a Tony fan, and I'd like to see him break through uh, and, and get one done here. Just another story going into the PGA Championship. But we appreciate yep, yep. your time. That would be great. As always. And time for my plug. Don't forget to pick up your copy of Bob's book. New book out last week. Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Thanks, Bob, so much. And we will uh, talk to you next week.